0: Welcome to the Mommy Sober Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Berkeley Boren. Inspired by my own journey from mommy wine culture to mommy sober culture, I want to explore our personal and cultural relationships with alcohol and sobriety. We'll look at not only the role that alcohol plays in our lives, but also self-care, wellness and spirituality, motherhood and sisterhood. I hope that through this podcast, you realize that you are not alone in this journey, and I hope we have some fun along the way. Thanks for listening. Hello, welcome to another episode of Mommy Sober Culture. This is Berkeley. Happy January. So we are in dry January now. Today, as I'm recording this, it's January 9th. So if you're doing dry January, maybe, maybe you're doing dry January like me because you've done every other month dry, so January's also dry January. Or maybe you're doing dry January and this is the first time you've ever gone alcohol-free. Maybe you've gone alcohol-free a few times. There's so many different stories out there and so many different journeys, and we are here for them all. But if you're doing dry January, you are a weekend now. You've had your full week of dry January. For some of you, that's maybe the longest you've gone in a long, long time. And so that is great. You've gotten through your first weekend dry. So that's awesome. Um, I remember dry January because that was when, and I've said this in other podcasts, that's when I went dry for the last time, I would say. Not the first time, but the last time. My last dry January, then I decided to keep it going. But I do remember every time I would go dry, every time I would stop drinking for, say, dry January or sober October or just say... I'm only going to drink, you know, on the weekends. I'm not going to drink during the week at all. What struck me was how much I thought about drinking. And that was one of the reasons that I really decided that I was going to, you know, finally be alcohol free for good because I didn't like how consumed I was with alcohol when I wasn't ingesting alcohol. I thought about it a lot, and maybe some of you are feeling like that. Maybe some of you have done this last week dry, and you think, gosh, that was harder than I expected, or I thought about it more than I expected, and so I just want to encourage you, uh, most of us who have been alcohol-free for any amount of time have been there. That's a good opportunity to really take a good look at your relationship with alcohol, because... People don't want to talk about it. People don't want to say it, but alcohol is an addictive substance. It is by nature. It's addictive. It's also a habit. It's a habit that we form. And when we, when we do something over and over, our brain forms pathways. Our brain forms these neuro pathways in it to say, okay, this is the path of least resistance. This is what I do. So when you have a habit, when you have a stressful day at work, And you come home and you need to relax. Your pay, your brain has formed this pathway in it. This is what I do. And sometimes you don't even think about it. You go and you're reaching for the wine, or you're at the grocery store and you're walking to the wine aisle, and you're not even realizing you're doing it. Or you're driving to the liquor store, you're not even realizing you're doing it. It's almost an unconscious action because that's a neural pathway created in your brain to say this is what I do for this. Not to mention the addictive properties of alcohol that when you drink it, it creates a dopamine dump in your body to tell your body, hey, this is something that I want to do more of. So then when you quit alcohol, you're going against those pathways and you're missing that dopamine dump. And I would encourage you to go back and listen to the other podcast, The Facts About Alcohol, or Alcohol, The Cold Hard Facts. I go into a deeper dive on exactly what alcohol does to your system and the do- and how the dopamine dump works and how that's bad for your body. But these are the things that you're fighting against this last week and these next few weeks. But they can change. Your body will slowly get used to not having that dopamine dump which is a good thing because then your body can get dopamine from other sources and make it on its own and you don't need that anymore. Also, your brain is so amazing. It changes all the time and it will create new pathways. When you make a different choice, every time you make a different choice, a different synapsis fires and different neurons wire together to make a different pathway. And when you keep making those choices, the old pathways disappear and the new pathways form. For me now, it would never be an unconscious choice to reach for a drink. I don't even think about it. It's not something that even crosses my mind. I don't have to think about not doing it. I don't think about it at all. But that's because I have rewired literally my brain and and there's another podcast that talks about neuroplasticity and I encourage you to go listen to that one too. So that's what's been going on. But let's talk about some of the other good stuff that's been going on. Have you had any wins this last week? I encourage you to sit down and think about all your wins and think about those in gratitude and sit in that gratitude for a minute. Let yourself feel that. Did you feel proud of yourself this week? Did you feel accomplished? When you woke up every morning, did you wake up thinking, yes, I did it. I got this. I did it again. I'm so proud of myself or I did such a good job. What a great way to start the day, huh? To feel that way instead of, well, dang it. I messed up last night. Well, dang it. I drank when I didn't want to drink. I'm so stupid. No, you started out the day feeling good about yourself and feeling accomplished and proud and like you have self-control. So sit in that for a minute and feel those feelings because they are true. Did you lose weight this week? I have a friend who lost two pounds last week just from not drinking. And you may crave a little more sugar when you quit drinking, but drinking has so many calories in it. So losing weight sometimes is a happy side effect. How does your skin look? Does your skin look better? You know, alcohol is a diuretic. So when you quit drinking alcohol, you're more hydrated, and your skin starts to look better and feel better. How, how did you feel? You didn't wake up with a hangover, so that's awesome, huh? And every day that you don't drink, you become more hydrated, the brain fog starts to go away, and you start to feel better and better and better. What about your sleep? How are you sleeping? Sometimes it may feel like it's a little harder to fall asleep right at first because you're used to a sedative making you go to sleep. But if you're tracking your sleep, if you have a Apple Watch or any sort of Fitbit, anything like that, any sort of tracker, if you're tracking your sleep, really look at it because what's going to happen is that the amount of restful sleep that you're getting is going to go up, up and up and up and up every night. Your heart rate in your sleep is going to start to track down, which is good. You want your heart rate to be lower. So your heart rate's going to go down and down and down. And as you get more restful sleep, you're going to feel better during the day. Because even though alcohol may help you fall asleep at first because it's a sedative, it does not help you stay asleep. That's why sometimes you wake up with your heart pounding. Sometimes you wake up sweating It's because your body has gotten a dump of sedative on it, but your body wants to be in homeostasis. So your body starts fighting against that sedative and releasing chemicals and hormones to bring it back to homeostasis. Well, then the sedative of the alcohol wears off. But that adrenaline that your body has kicked in to fight the alcohol has not worn off. Your body is in fight or flight and it is fighting for its life because you've dumped a poisonous sedative on it. So that's why you wake up in the middle of the night and maybe can't go back to sleep or your heart's racing or you're parched, dying of thirst. So sit with that. How does that feel to have gotten better sleep? I would just encourage you this next week, if you have sugar cravings or anything, I would just encourage you to be kind to yourself. I didn't try to do everything all at once. When I did Dry January, I let myself eat sugar when I wanted to. I drank a whole lot of Topo Chico and and different other non-alcoholic drinks. Really anything I wanted. I didn't worry so much about being hydrated because my body was hydrating better anyway. So, if you don't feel like you can do it all at once, well, I can't, you know, eat great, get off alcohol, drink all the water I need to drink in a day, exercise, do all of this all at once, that's okay. That's okay. You are doing great what you're doing right now. You can add that stuff in later. If you feel like doing it all, great, go for it. So, everybody operates at a different level. I'm not there. I. Wanted to do one thing at a time, and I decided to be really kind to myself. I decided I would add in the good things later, but first I was going to cut out the poison the actual, literal poison that I was pouring into my body on an almost daily basis. So that's what I did, and that what that does for your health is phenomenal. Just doing that, if you just cut out the alcohol what it does for your health is absolutely phenomenal. And the rest of the stuff that's going to fall into place. So as this week goes on, be kind to yourself. Listen to your body, celebrate all of your wins, sit in the gratitude of what you're doing for yourself. Last week, when when we started Dry January, I encouraged everybody that listened to Journal I still encourage you, if you haven't done that, get a journal. Start to journal how you're feeling every day, in the morning and in the evening. And journal what you're grateful for. These are great things to look back on. Uh, It's great encouragement to yourself when you need it. Also, listen to this podcast. Find some other podcasts. Find some great books to read in those moments that you feel like your willpower is not so high. Remind yourself. You can remind yourself of why you're doing this by listening to podcasts, by reading books, by looking at your journal, and by reminding yourself what you're grateful for along this journey, all of those things. So I hope you've had a wonderful week. This next week is going to be great too. We've got some great podcasts coming up this week, some interviews with some people who've done dry January or different dry months or dry years. So stay tuned for that. As always, email me if you have any questions at berkbrin, B-E-R-K-B-R-Y-N-N-E at manifesting-mama.com. I hope you will have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mommy Sober Culture. My hope is that after listening to each episode, you come away feeling encouraged, hopeful, and seen. If you enjoy this content, be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you'll be the first to know every week when the new episode drops. Also, if you have any questions or anything you'd like me to talk about, please feel free to email me at berkbrin at manifesting-mama.com. I'll link it below. Have a great day.